Welcome to episode 194 of the Muck Podcast, a member of the Odd Pods Media Network. Listen in as we discuss the dark and sometimes weird true stories in American politics. I'm Tina Hadomio. And I'm Hillary Doherty. So, Hillary. Hi. You know, I moved your chair closer to oh, you because I, I, there is nothing that annoys me more than seeing, this is what I see on YouTube. I'm, I'm like this, <laughs> and there's this huge gap, and I see Tina over in the corner like this. <laughs> like, I just see two eyes and a microphone, and I'm like, what is she doing? Uh, She's hiding. Why is she over there? <laughs> so I moved your seat over, so it looks a little bit better, but I don't okay. know what happens. It, like, it cuts you I off, move. and I feel I terrible. Move. I, I feel terrible. Move. I move. I don't know. Oh, God, I feel so bad about oh, it. Oh, please. <laughs> who it's cares? Like, it, it's like a voice coming from the other yeah. side of the wall. <laughs> yeah, like, who is that over there? <laughs> Oh my God. Well, before we say anything, I'm going to say something because this comes out October 4th and tomorrow is Tina's birthday. <gasps> now, hi. in true Hillary fashion, like this should have been the day we were support We were celebrating Tina's birthday on the podcast. Oh, but we're going to do that. New York, baby. <laughs> We've been very busy. And like, this is the third podcast of five that we are yes. recording this week. Can you yes. believe this? Two guest spots yes. and three episodes yes. to get ready for New York next weekend. Yes. And so we're like, this is a Wednesday night trying to just get stuff done because we had those two guest spots, which and I want to talk about. But. Yeah. Hopefully you guys had a chance to listen because our first guest spot would have already come out. Yeah. It comes out um, um, September 28th, yeah, which is so a Thursday. It would have been last week for you guys listening. And uh, wow. Yeah. I'm staying up till midnight tonight to listen. I can't it wait. was so much fun we went on a podcast a podcast called bfytw but it stands for because fuck you that's why A-I. there are <laughs> there are odd pods brothers on our odd pods network and we've never been on their show before and it's set up like a british game show where you have three different uh games and yes. you have to play them and so they did like a political slant on the games. It, it was, was so much fucking fun. I had so much and, fun on uh, that. Pantless Aaron. Pantless Aaron. Brilliant. So smart. I mean. <laughs> we Brilliant. Were, no, like he's like a genius host. Yes. I, you know, yes. this is what happens when I listen to podcasts. I start going, oh, fuck. What are we doing? Are we doing something yeah. wrong? Should we have like, what are uh, we smart so, enough to even host this? I, no, but <laughs> who cares? <laughs> who cares? Anyway, I we will. We have things to say. Yeah. Okay? So it was Tina and I versus Augie and Smoke <laughs> or Stevie. Oh, my God. And so they're Augie the dream team Smoke. on the on their podcast. And and we, Smoke, I'm not going to tell you who won, but you have to listen to see who won the game yes. but tina came in clutch with her there was a part where you had to write a, like a conspiracy theory thing and i was like yeah i'm i don't need to do this <laughs> tina's a fucking writer like i am just gonna I leave this to like tina to do too, it oh here she goes know. no girl it, it was, was so good real. go listen a, I, go listen <laughs> but thank you so much yes. to those guys over at uh because fuck you that's why yeah. augie and Stevie or Smoke, as we like to call him, and Pantless Aaron. What a fucking joy. Like, yes. we had the best time. And then this Saturday, we are going on Super Media Bros with one of my BFFs, Ooh, Richie. Well, Richie. And we're going to talk about um, a, a fucking great movie called... Um, I watched it. Did, did you? you? I haven't watched it yet. I was going to watch it tonight or tomorrow. I got to watch it tomorrow. It's called... Well, uh, ready, it's girl. FDR, right? Yeah. It's called FDR... <laughs> FDR American <laughs> Badass. So we had been on his podcast before and we did Abraham Lincoln Vampire Killer. Yes. Oh my God. What a fucking funny movie that was. That I don't was think funny. it was supposed to be funny, but it was funny. Oh my God. So I'm excited to go back on Richie's podcast again. 
Oh, Richie's great. So oh, such a great. And like those guys, like that's like when we go to those odd pods meeting, I mean, I told you what I get out of it. It's like this camaraderie of like, what are you doing on your show? What are you doing yeah. on there? It's like a way to just talk to other podcasters about the, the ways they're doing things and how we can improve or what can we do better. And just, I always feel so good. And like a lot of good are, ideas yeah, and yeah. And then and they're just very and great podcast. Very kind, very kind to us. Yeah. Yeah. I felt, uh, so Aaron wanted to like, it was clear he wanted to compliment us before they hit record. And he's like, I'll save it for the podcast. And I didn't, I really wasn't sure what he was going to say, but then at the end, after the games and we're wrapping up, he said this, such a beautiful sentiment about our podcast. I like it was, it was lovely. I, yeah, I was very, very touched. Very it was moved. lovely because you know we oh, see. I'm like nobody's listening to this garbage. What did he call us? The 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 maidens of muck. Or, yeah, yeah. Or <laughs> mistresses of the muck. mistresses of muck. <laughs> the intro I'll was take, hot. I'll that take that yeah. title. Oh my the god, mistress of muck. It was so good. So good. Yeah, Aaron. we're stealing that, Aaron. Yeah, such a great host. <laughs> what a great host that. Yeah. Uh, treasure it's a treasure so thank yeah. you again for having us on uh, while we're thanking people i want to give a shout out because we have a new patron oh my gosh did you see this? i did katsumi nino please god let me know i'm doing that right oh please thank you so thank much you, thank you thank you he's been a longtime follower of us on um, instagram and we really appreciate your support and now yes. you're a patron you get to hear all Woo! of our wasted I, I really don't know what we're doing on patreon i uh, i don't know uh, tina's it's convinced it's the it's, best it thing is, ever you know what it's funny. It's it, I think it's funny. It's ridiculous. <laughs> and who doesn't want to just hang out with us? That's yeah. basically what it is. You're hanging Here's out what happens <laughs> on Patreon. Everyone <laughs> who pay, who who subscribes yeah. gets to hear me humiliate myself every week because I don't know what order the planets are in. <laughs> That's number one. And then last week she did another trivia question. It was uh, another planet. And I was like, planet. I'm out. Yeah. Like, I can't do a planet question. This I missed that This is where we lesson. need, like, the, the Cardassians because yeah, yeah. they know all the planets, I'm sure. Well, and the galaxy. <laughs> I mean, is the stars? Yeah, is Star Trek like accurate? Like, are we talking about? Are they going to ask us questions about Klingons? I mean, maybe, but Listen. they would know about the planets. <laughs> they have by default. You would hope. I would hope. <laughs> but clarify I, things. I feel like we us. all should know basic things, like what order they're in. <laughs> like maybe that would be a basic thing we should know. I hu I'm humiliated every week. Oh no, it's good. Um. It's good. So yes. Yeah, so okay. Great. So, uh, top of the list, do you have anything you just want me to give you stuff I to talk about? I don't, you know, about? my week was a little cuckoo. Okay, so. so let me give you the first one because I know you know about this. Okay. The state of Florida expanded their voucher program oh, this session, right? It used to be for this. a certain income level. You could get a $7,000 voucher mm -hmm. and it was your public school money mm -hmm. and you could put your kid into a private school and they'll take your voucher money, right? It offsets the tuition yep. of this. Okay, but a certain income, disabilities, things like that. Well... This session, they expanded to anybody in the world wants to get it. So what happens? It jumps, the program jumps 40%. Oh, yeah. Millions and millions of dollars being drained out of public schools to uh. go to this voucher program for people to put their kids in a private school, right? Mm -hmm. Okay. Well, one of the things that happened is these schools aren't getting their money. Step up, guess what? Step up program is like there's very no slow. Yeah. They just started to disperse them because people were like, um, the school is not getting the tuition. They're going to kick us out. Yeah. What the fuck's going on? And so they finally started to disperse the money this week. Yeah. But it's like a month into school and like probably two or three payments are due by now. Uh, anyway, so that's the first part. But here's the second part that is so fucking insane. It is wild. So one of the things that they passed in the last session is that the state of Florida 
will not do business with or give money to or anything like that. Any company that has ties to a foreign entity or a foreign country. And specifically China. 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 China, Right? Like how Trump likes to say it. So because apparently China is like our number one enemy. I mean, I thought our number one enemy was white supremacy, to be honest with I you. I mean, it should be. <laughs> I thought our, white, our, our number one enemy was a president who tried to overthrow the government and I might mean, be reelected. But okay, let's go with China. Yeah. Uh, so, so DeSantis, good. because it's a big coup, you know, the, the Trump voters love to talk about China. Yeah. So DeSantis, because he's such a fucking turd and like wannabe, <laughs> has to jump on the China train and passes this thing. Okay, so this week... They came out, the state came out and said they're not going to give money to the school called Sagemont uh, Preparatory School. It's which is in here. Weston. It's yeah, in Weston, which is in Broward here. County. And, there was, um, and there's a couple in Orlando. In Orlando, it was like high they're point. All owned, yeah. yeah, they're all owned by the same business. So I read the whole article about yeah. it. Basically, I mean, I looked it up. I looked yeah. it up and and the Sagemont schools are owned, I think it's like out of California, but then yeah. like there's a primary. There's people who give money who, to this, who, right, who are, are part from, of the corporation. Yes. Are, are in China. Yes. So all of these students and their students, by the way, the Sagemont school is like $20,000 a year. It's yeah. no fucking joke. No. But people with money yeah. can now get these vouchers. Yes. And so they applied, got the vouchers they and they sent them to the school or they applied for the school. And now the state's saying, we're not giving this school money because yeah. they're tied to China. That's because the state has no money. And this is his little way of like, oh shit, how can we try to save some money and exclude some schools so that yeah. we don't have to pay the bill anymore? Yeah. And the other thing that's funny is I was at a meeting recently um, where someone was talking about Broward County schools mm-hmm. and we haven't really lost many students to the voucher program mm. that, you know, it really hasn't impacted the public schools that much because um, a lot of the private schools like jacked up their tuition by conveniently right. seven, eight thousand dollars right. um, <laughs> to keep out the riff to raff. keep out the riffraff. <laughs> and basically a lot of these private schools like reached out to their community saying like, go get this money, go get this money. And so it's people who were already in private school just trying to get additional money so that they don't have to pay for private school. And I mean, it, 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 I have to say it upsets me a little bit. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? Because like you're taking money that you don't need. You're taking state money that you don't need and it hinders our public schools. Like you want to have your kid in private school. Great. But like, don't hurt the public schools in the process. Like to me, that's like, I don't know. No, it seems, it's just, I don't like it. It seems out of line with like what that program was originally for, which is for for underprivileged uh, kids, kids who are living in like, you know, below means or, uh, you know, Disabilities was right. the other one that was big for that program. And, 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 you know, all of this stems to this attack on our public schools. Mm. Our public schools, we have some really good public schools in Broward County. Um, we have the incredible school in Pompano Beach that is amazing. But we have, outside of that school, a lot of our schools have great magnet programs. They have just great facilities. They have programs that you wouldn't even know about because we don't hype up yeah. our public schools. And I think that if families like really like knew what was happening in our schools and the caliber of students that we have in these programs, like they would, you know, it's all, I think it's just so much fear. Yeah. 
you know, there's so much fear surrounding everything um, that I think has caused a lot of people to go to private well, schools. And it also know? doesn't bode well when you hear about books being banned and right. classes being dropped, like Black well, Black History right. or, you know, psychology, which conveniently went and back like up. Of course, and like the lockdowns. And, yeah, you know, it doesn't, I get it. It doesn't get bode it. well for I get it. it. But, but that's the state. <laughs> I mean, that's... And that's yeah. where we need people to stand up and, and fight against this 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 nut job of a governor that we have yeah anyway thought <sighs> it was just it, you know the, the the article is really interesting when they talk about this because they talked to the mayor of weston where this school is located and you know he said it's really sad because it's a political chess game right that desantis is playing so that he can go back onto the campaign trail tomorrow and say i'm not giving money to china from florida right it's all a, a, a way to right. have something to talk about like he's a big tough yeah. guy meanwhile You're there's losing. real people here like children who right. whether they're from wealthy families or not are going to be affected oh, by right. what he's doing right oh, like yeah. they're all, this really is a, it's a real re, you know all of these things that he does i really don't know if the legislature or desantis actually understand that Real people are affected. I don't think by he these things. That. You know, all or, he wants is to be president, and this little ploy. This is not going to bring you any points. Like you're out of the game. Yeah, you are out. Like go, you go, go hang your hat. Oh my god. Go put your go go put your boots up on the shelf. It's wild. It's you know wild I mean? how bad it's, he's doing. It's I was thinking the other it's day. Over. I was thinking yesterday actually about how I w I've been screaming on the podcast. He's going to be our next president. Like I still I oh, know please. he's doing bad. I know he's doing bad, but. When these primaries start happening, and I know the poll numbers are so high for Trump, so like, how could it possibly be? I just always know that there's a twist. There's always a twist. Something That's happens, right. and so I don't know. Um, except I know that if he doesn't get the nomination and he comes back here with his tail between his legs, oh, we're all in trouble. We're all in. So it's just it's going like to the be, abusive, and it's like an abusive person, abusive. You know, going to come back and take all of that out yeah, on, and on also, the citizens of the state. And also, um, you know, like if he loses Florida to Trump in a primary, like oh. why would he why would he still stay in the race after that? Like you can't. He, he right? probably would, though. Like you he's, can't. He's, You've lost he's your delusional. own state. Um, I just want to briefly mention the impeachment inquiry into Biden. I mean, we could have brought oh. it up on Saturday, but like it's so off of my radar because I know that. There's nothing there, there, and no. and because they, they've been doing hearings for this for months and months, mm -hmm. like a year at least. They're going to shut down the government. You know, I don't. Yeah, and that's the other thing. Like the negotiating on on the budget, which was resolved a couple months ago, and now Matt Gates and his Freedom Caucus, because I don't know Trump's mugshot got shown, is now on a fucking tailspin to have something on Biden that he needs to have this inquiry there's nothing there no it's a waste of time it's a way of money waste of taxpayer dollars and and people's jobs again to go back to your yeah. point that there are real people who are impacted i saw a story about a, a, someone who's been working at cafeteria for 42 years at at the white house um uh, i forget where yeah but it's going to be out of work it's not going to get paid. These are everyday people who are not going to get paid because you want to have a publicity stunt. And that Lauren Boebert and that Marjorie Taylor Greene, they're all disgusting. I, I can't understand how anybody is checking the box next to their names or, or feels any sense of pride that you like or associate with either of those women. Mm. Those winos. <laughs> um, <laughs> anyway... 
that's happening, but I don't really, I don't know. I mean, I hope that if the government shuts down, I hope at the very least the American public can see clearly who's doing it and that it lands on the Republicans. I think another reason they want to shut down the government is they think that in the middle of an election, it'll be against, they'll be able to make a case that it's Biden's fault. And I just don't see any clear way no. that's going to happen. Just like, I don't understand what this inquiry is about. Everything, even if it has anything to do with Biden's son, they indicted him from the Justice Department right. while Biden was president. They and arrested him for cares. this gun charge. Like, he's not getting special treatment no. as far as I can tell. Even an IRS agent who was on that was like, there's no special treatment here. I was never told anything. No. So uh, He'll get whatever a, he deserves. It's a complete, unlike yeah, the Trump as he children. Should, but as he Unlike should. the Trump yeah. children. No, I don't think, you know, oh God. Anyway. It's sick. It's nonsense. Um, P to the S. This, uh, guess what was in the paper this morning? What? Uh, the family of Loreen Wheaton, who was killed in this apartment <gasps> over here when the helicopter crashed. She was the one who was like sleeping? Yes. Oh my God. By the way, she lived in that apartment with her boyfriend. He was, he would have been killed too, but he had gone to the bathroom. <gasps> and when he's coming down the hall, sees the plane, <gasps> the helicopter crash and land on her. Okay. They, they were in the middle of a press conference t uh, the other day. And a helicopter flew over. He started shaking. Oh my god! Like this is not good. Anyway, oh this poor her family, man. her family is set to file a fifty million dollar lawsuit, rightfully against so. Broward Sheriff's Office. Rightfully, it, it should and be more than that. You should, and so and there's not a also, price on her life. All these families have lawyers. Even the the paramedics oh. that were the guy that the pilot was flying it. He's got a lawyer. They're all looking into it because apparently one of the lawyers for one of these victims is saying that when they were looking at all the maintenance reports, because, you know, the, the crash report hasn't come out yet of, like, investigation of, like, what actually caused it, but they're saying that they had replaced the AC in there, like, two days or three days before, and the pilot's saying that when he got in, he could smell a chemical in the AC area. So that possibly could have been it. But, oh you know, we don't have maintenance records to really know. How do you not... <laughs> Oh, I, you know, I, I can't, I it's can't wild I can't. stuff. It is wild. Oh, so I can't believe that poor man. Yeah. And Godspeed this family. I really hope that oh. they're able to get, get everything that they should. And I guess BSO uh, is paying, paid for her funeral as well. I, I don't uh, even they, know if I would post, want that. Yeah. They post I don't, you know what I mean? Humously? How's it? How's it? How do you pronounce that? Post humanously? Posthumously. Say it again. Posthumously. Posthumously. <laughs> Did you know we're the third rock from the sun? That's yeah. is what I know about planets. Is I told Tina <laughs> that the only way I know that is because from the show. Oh, oh yeah, which I never saw. Posthumously, they um, the guy who the the other passenger who died uh, in the plane, uh, the captain, Captain Jackson. They posthumously made him like an admiral. So because he was in train, like he had been taking the test to do that, to, to become the an, a, like a lieutenant admiral or something. I'm sorry, I don't know the specific details, but I think it also helps with the whatever money like he would get from. It's, it's, it's terrible. Yeah, I, I don't know. Anyway, it's terrible. It's terrible. I don't even know if though, if BSO was like, let me pay for the funeral. Like I, I wouldn't even want them anywhere near me. Yeah. You know what I mean? I, I, I would be like, I don't want your money. I don't need you to pay for a funeral. Like I, I. You know, I don't know. Yeah, I hear you. It, I wouldn't want to even talk to anyone from that office. Yeah. I'd say pay for the funeral, but I'm not signing any paper that says that's all I'm getting. Yeah. I'll tell you that fucking much. Ugh. Um, 
By the way, I just want to also make it clear that when that two, 2017 report came out, that was the last investigation that said these plane, these helicopters should never leave the ground again. It was Scott Israel who was the sheriff at the time, not Sheriff Tony, even though he's been fighting and trying to get the right. money and not putting it in his budget. Uh, it was Scott Israel who was the sheriff at the time when these planes should have never left the fucking I, ground I, I again. I don't understand. I don't understand how and what they go for b- before the Brower Commission and say, yeah. hey, we need money. And I don't, and these commissioners are like, nah, we don't need to sign off on that. I don't understand that. I know. I don't understand why you are compromising safety. For what? Yeah. Where did the money go? What was more important than safety? The worst part is like what we say, like, what is the worst that could happen? Well, it would literally fall out of the ground. I mean, uh, out of the uh, sky. Yeah, onto the ground. Yeah, <laughs> onto no, the no. Ground. That's the worst that could happen, and it happened. Jesus. Oh my God. Um, Broward College president, we talked about it last week, Greg Hale. He is out. He gave his resignation a couple days later after they were trying to beg him to stay. He said, uh, no, 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 I don't, or no, I'm sorry. He tried to get into his office and his keys didn't work. He couldn't log into his computer and he's like, oh, yeah. I guess I'm not getting the two weeks that I asked for or whatever, wow. like in my letter. And so um, he had, there's all these email exchanges that were printed in the paper between him and the, the, the chair of the, uh, Board of Trustees, who was a um, DeSantis appointee. Whew, she's pleasant. Wow. And um, and basically, he was there at the meeting yesterday, and, and he's out. That's it. He's out. He's not going to be able to finish those two weeks. DeSantis ruining and also, everything yeah. again. And also, he, again, would not get into details about why he was leaving. I mean. Oh, it's going to come out. It is. It's going to come a, out. I just want to say he's a gentleman. He's a gentleman. You know, I mean, he's really not been not come out and said anything crazy. My last thing is, you know, I'm not a Swifty, right? Yeah. I'm not a Swifty. Like, I like some of her songs. I get it. I'm here. I got, got it. Yeah. I have a feeling if I deep dove into the Taylor Swift catalog, I'd find a lot of songs that were like maybe Phoebe Bridger's Boy Genius-esque. Maybe. I probably could find some like Woe Is Me and like Cry My Eyes oh, Out, which is why I love music. Definitely. Yeah. Um, but I, it was a slow news day Monday, honey, because I don't know what happened. I don't even know anything about football or like when it's played. No. I have no idea. Yeah. Who cares? Home Sorry. runs. I don't know. I don't care. So, so Monday I'm on Twitter. And what do you know? Taylor Swift has a new boyfriend or she's dating someone who is a tight end for the Kansas City Chiefs. His name's Travis Kelsey. I could not have picked him out of a lineup four days yeah. ago. But now I know everything about this oh, man. I know And nothing. how he was in the Super Bowl against his brother who was on the Eagles who's in the Super Bowl. And the mom had a jersey that had two, the two jerseys oh, were tight, God. were oh, like what? stitched together. Okay. Anyway, Taylor Swift played. So the whole thing went down like this. So Taylor Swift apparently played, had her show, you know, she was on tour. Yeah. And she was in Kansas City and she played at the stadium. He was there and he put something out like, Next time, oh, I tried so hard to get backstage. Or he was, I don't know, he's got a podcast. I don't know. Everybody's got a fucking podcast. And he's like, I really tried to get backstage because he wanted to meet her. And he get a center a tweet or something. It was like, next time you should come see me rock the stage at whatever stadium, like Loggerhead Stadium. I don't yeah. know what it is. But <laughs> Arrowhead Stadium. Arrowhead. I know the name of the Kansas City Chiefs Stadium. <laughs> Arrowhead. So... I don't know what's going on, but then they show this video. Like the NFL has this video of them coming out of the locker room together, oh. like to leave. I'm in this now. Now I'm in this relationship. The one thing I, I want I heard... this to work out. He's by the way, he's six five. I love he's, you. That's hot. I know. I knew when I told you how tall he is, you would think he was yes. cute. And he's got this like, okay, did you watch Euphoria? I did, but not all I of it. I gotta show you a picture of this kid. So 
I heard that she was at one of the games. Yeah, on Sunday. And then she snuck out in like a... Um, no, no, that was, that was a fake video. That wasn't a popcorn thing. No, no, not in the popcorn thing. There was the joke about the popcorn thing, but then it turns out that she may have like really snuck out through like Look, a service is, tray or something. Oh, he's cute. Yeah, he's cute. Oh my God. Also, by the way, can we just look at this picture of him in his uniform with those? Oh, he is cute. <laughs> oh, my, oh my God. What's this? Oh, now he's got a girlfriend. <laughs> and, and, he, and they look so cute together. And I'm like, I don't give a fuck about Taylor Swift. But yeah. now I'm like, I know. But now I feel like I'm involved in this relationship. Isn't that crazy? That's social media. <laughs> it sucked me in. That's social media for you. This ya. motherfucker's got me again. <laughs> Damn you, social media. I mean, how dare you? How dare you control our lives? Oh, my God. I'm in it. Well, that's all I have. Now all right. All right. You're are up. You, are Let's you ready? Let's do it. Yes. We interrupt this program to bring you a news flash. Michael Jackson's ghost seen at a Yankees game. Cinnamon Toast Crunch, now with a shrimp in every bite. Lil Uzi Vert's head diamond has been sold on the dark web. <laughs> Stories like this and more can be found at The Ever-Trending Story, a podcast where we peruse the news and write a fun fictional story for you. Find us wherever you download podcasts and follow us on the socials at EverTrendingPod, and we are proud members of the Odd Pods Media Network. Today, I'm going to tell you the story of former Alabama Mayor Robert Bentley. Okay. So, Alabama Governor, I'm sorry, <laughs> he was mayor. <laughs> oh, wait, okay, wait, I'm, wait, I'm wait, starting wait. over. No, I'm no, no, over. don't start over because you know what? We have two other corrections to make, don't we? Like, didn't you... Tina came in and said that she said episode 192 last week when it should have been 193. Yes. And then I also said something wrong. You did? That I need to make a mea, mea culpa for. What? Uh, I said when I played that video about Rupert Murdoch dying and uh, Owen Jones, who was on it, I said BBC, but he was, it was actually Sky News, which I should give proper credit oh, for Oh, okay. So leave it. So fuck All right. it. Do so, it. Okay. I'm going to start over. Okay. But we'll leave this part in. All right. Behind the scenes. Behind the scenes. BTS. <laughs> of the muck. So today I'm going to tell you the story of former Alabama governor, go. Robert Bentley. Okay. So Robert Bentley was a self-proclaimed champion of family values. Uh, oh, I know what's coming. He upheld his <laughs> marriage vows for nearly half a century. What? But his time in office took a surprising turn as he used his position to conceal a secret revealing a stark contrast to his public baby? image. Secret baby? Not baby, but oh. you know. <laughs> oh, that would have been the best. That would have been the best. Damn but it's, it. you're, you're on the right track. Okay. <laughs> so our story takes place in Montgomery County, Alabama, around mm. 2017. So before becoming governor, uh, Bentley was a physician. He was a dermatologist. Um, I found this bio um, that was sort of like governor's bio kind of thing and that's where I got all this information and the bio indicated that he was commissioned as a captain in the air force during mm. Vietnam mm. he served as a medical officer he belonged to the Vietnam veterans of America and the American Legion and his bio also made it clear that Bentley was this very pious and church loving dude mm. and he also served as a deacon in the first Baptist church of Tuscaloosa and as a Sunday school teacher 
Um, he was part of several boards on the church. Um, he was on the board of deacons. He was on the Youth for Christ Advisory Board, um, the State Board on STDs, and more. And prior to the scandal, as I mentioned, he was married for 50 years. And um, wow, apparently his mother was the one who taught him the importance of family values. And his bio made a point to say that. So as far as politics... <laughs> He was elected to the House back in 2002. So first he was um, a House rep. And as a Republican, he became known for things like limited government, family values, and being fiscally conservative. Mm. So some things that he worked on um, in his time as a state uh, rep was he wanted to increase organ donation. And as far as hot topic issues, he was anti-abortion. He supported offshore drilling. He opposed gun control measures. He was against the Affordable Care Act at the time. He also supported having a moment in silence in schools, which we know is code for prayer in school. And he also supported teachers spanking students. Jesus, everything is bad. Yes, everything. Everything. (laughs) There's not one redeeming thing in all of this. Not one thing. Except spanking. uh, <laughs> and he wasn't mayor. He was a house. I don't know where I got mayor from, but it, that's not so true. It's just governor and the state matter. house. Who cares? Yeah, it's okay. All right. So the major incident. So <laughs> my stuck on it. Fa- I am because I, I don't like the it name. Don't worry about it. it. Don't worry about so it. My favorite major incidents are the ones that highlight politicians who tout family values yeah. and condemn and point the finger at everyone and then turn out to be a hypocrite. So <laughs> the, this guy yes. made my day. Yeah. So David Graham's article in The Atlantic breaks down a lot of what led to the major incident. And so I got a lot from David Graham and the article was so good. So thank you. Um, and he notes that when Bentley was running for governor in 2011, he hired this woman, Rebecca Mason. Um, and Rebecca Mason was previously like a, a newscaster, like a journalist. So she was kind of like known like in the community because her face was like on the news and stuff. Um, but he hired her to run his communications office, which kind of makes sense because she's, you know, a media person. Yeah. And she remained after he won, like she still remained like working for him. And you know, that happens sometimes like people yeah. have you on board and then yeah. if they win, they're, they're like, the okay, office. I'll put you this and that. And right. the other. So she's still kind of running communications and she brought her husband along and he got a job with Bentley too. Uh oh. <laughs> so what starts to happen is though. What ha- happened is. Is <laughs> there are some people close to Bentley that were starting to get a little suspicious about how close Rebecca and he were getting. Wait, how old are they? Do we know the age? Yes. Oh. So at the time, Bentley is like in his 70s. And Rebecca is like early 40s. <laughs> okay. Rebecca, Ooh. girl. I don't know what you're Penny, thinking. Hi. I don't know what you're thinking, girl. Well, here's what happens. Yeah. He's just so wrinkly and fun Ew, to play with. Uh, like, no. I can't help no. it. I know he's old. But when he looks at me with those dazzling blue eyes. <laughs> No. I keep thinking about Samantha yes. on Sex in the City when she's fucking that old man and he oh. walks out of the room and you see his, his yes. ass is all wrinkled and, oh, and, and sagging. And it's a turn off. And she's, she's like, bye. Like, yes, gotta go. <laughs> By the way, that was Ooh. the Trump episode. I just want everybody to know he was, that's when Trump was on there. Remember that? Oh, I don't. Yeah, he was in, that, in the bar. Ew. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Ew. Trump. Ugh. Trump. So um, the other person who started to grow suspicious. Husband. Was Bentley's wife. And Wait, 
So Bentley's oh, Bentley's wife. wife. Yes, I'm sorry. Yes, yes, yes. So there's Rebecca and her <laughs> husband, I got it. I got and it. then Bentley. Yes. <laughs> I got it. I got it. So Bentley's wife, sorry. and this girl went all in. She's like, let me find out what's going on. So she's, so, she's got to be in her 70s, too. Yeah. And, and she's she did, Nancy Drew, bitch. She knows she, Nancy Drew books. She knows Nancy Drew, yeah. and she did her own little sting operation. Yeah. <laughs> and she recorded her God-fearing family values deacon hubby, sweet-talking Rebecca. Ooh! Ooh! And here's what she caught him saying. <laughs> oh, God. When I stand behind you, and I put my arms around you, and I put my hand on your breast, and I put my hands on you and pull you in real close. <laughs> hey, I love that too. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. I, and she, that is and she, record, she recorded it, right? Wow. And then the other thing, because Bentley is 70, yeah. he accidentally sent his wife Viagra a text message oh. that was meant for Rebecca. <laughs> Okay. Well, wait a minute. I do that sometimes. I'm and not <laughs> the text message read. That could get confusing. So I love you, Rebecca. Oh! With a rose, <laughs> little rose emoji. <laughs> no, you idiot. You idiot. Oh my God. I mean, and they're this, married 50 by the way, years. Like, I mean, that's upsetting. Can I just it's say something? Upsetting. Can I say something else? It's upsetting. Diane Feinstein's 20 years older than him and she's still surfing. Oh, God. Okay. He can't send a text yeah, message, send a text. message. And she's 20 years older and serving in fucking Congress. How is this happening? For one of the largest states in the country. It's insane. <laughs> what are we doing? I saw Honey. a clip. I saw a clip that was like um, that all like all of the Senate is on dementia medication and making oh decisions God. about all of our lives. And there's like a little old lady going, hee, 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 hee. <laughs> <laughs> and I was like, oh my God, that's what's it's happening. Real. It's, it's real. real. It's real. So according to the article, Rebecca Mason's family, along with Bentley's family, they both tried to have an intervention and intervene and try to stop this affair because he's governor, right? Like this is the um, time he's governor? Yeah, he's yeah. governor. Oh my and God. His wife, you know, and again, they belong to this church. He's a deacon. Oh my God. And she, and you know, her family is like, listen, like you got to stop this. And, and her family's like, listen, you got to stop this. Yeah. And Bentley at the time is still denying that there's any affair. What? And he's saying Bruh. that there wasn't anything physical. Bruh. You put her hand and on they, the breast they and they also the, I love you, yes. Rebecca. That's not, that's, that's not. That's not. Oh, man. But they kept at it despite, like, the family's knowing. So the family knew about it. And then so this is what kind of emboldens him a bit because he's like, well, the family knows. I'm going to keep doing what I'm doing. Who cares? Like, it's all out in the open kind oh of, I think, God. is, like, his attitude. Dude. So in 2014, Bentley's security guard, this guy Spencer Collier, he was telling him to break things off because too many people knew about it. And Bentley first was like, okay, I'll break it off. And then he decides not to. And then eventually in 2015, after he wins re-election, his wife of 50 years files for divorce. Oh, this poor woman. Yeah. She's probably out on the campaign trail yes, with him. Yes, Oh, what an asshole. So, uh, it's such a jerk. It's just so hard to think about. Right. Which governor is like, you are out there. I right. mean, you know, she's probably so, going all so over the place. The thing, though, this is 2015. She files for divorce. Everything starts coming up around 2017. Oh, my God. So how did things go public, right? Like, the divorce happened. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Kind of people know about it, but, like, And they're in you their know. 70s getting divorced, so. Yeah. So a few months after his wife files for divorce, 
Bentley decides to fire that security guard, that Spencer Collier guy. No! And he accused him of misusing state funds. Uh-oh. And Collier was like, oh, yeah, you know bitch? what, dude? I'm not going out like that. <laughs> yeah. So he spills the beans on the affair. Yes. The secret tape. Yes. And everything. And then the next thing you know, Graham reports that that secret tape got leaked like a day or two Whoa. later. So now everyone's listening to the love tape that the wife recorded like years earlier. Don't fuck with blue collar people, bro. No. That fucking guy at the trumpet, the Mar-a-Lago, he's flipping. Don't yes. fuck with people thinking Don't you mess can- with people. Yeah, no. So people love a scandal, Wait, right? before you oh. finish, I know I keep interrupting. This reminds me of the people in Michigan that we talked about. Yes. They were canoodling in the car with their feet yes. in the McDonald's. And remember it was their staffers? Yes. Who were, who were like- they, they, You he gotta kept, stop He this. kept arguing and the guy's like, I don't think you know. And then he fires him yep. and he goes right to the press. It was like, I mean, here's what do you what's think? going on. Yeah, what do you think? Oh, they're the gonna record. give you loyalty? Oh my God. Bruh. So ridiculous. <laughs> so where Bentley really finds himself in trouble was with how he tried to cover up the affair. So it wasn't so much that it was the affair, but the fact that he allegedly used state funds to hide the relationship. And he also tried to use law enforcement to stop the tapes from coming out. And you can't use your office in that way, right? So now, now he's oh doing things. Oh, my God. He, you know, like, just let it come out. Oh if everybody knows anyway, and Dude. now you're jeopardizing your whole career. So another Atlantic article by Russell Berman notes that Bentley picked the state attorney general. This is interesting. So there was a state attorney general who was supposed to be investigating him. So Jeff Sessions, oh. right, is like taken out and he needs to be replaced. And so he replaces Jeff Sessions with this attorney general. Like, okay, now he's going to be away. And like, maybe that investigation, that's what people oh, think. Like, you're just yeah. trying to get rid of who's going to investigate you. Yeah. But it didn't work because like the next guy came in and was like, P.S. You're under investigation. Yeah. Like, <laughs> P.S. I yeah. have no fucking loyalty to you. I don't give a fuck. So fun. And by the way, you're very creepy right now. I mean. This whole thing is creepy. So from, from what I read of the report, like I went through like the actual report that they put together against him, Bentley just seemed to flat out refuse to cooperate in any of the questioning. And they didn't like this attitude toward the committee investigating him. They're like, we're trying to find out what's going on. And he's just like really stonewalling them. He wouldn't give um, the logs regarding Rebecca Mason's visits to the governor's mansion. You know, Whoa. that's suspicious. Like he's like just holding back information. They're like, you can't obstruct, Right. So when they start investigating, they found that Bentley failed to report $50,000 that his campaign received in November, but he did report it, but not until January. Mm. So again, maybe that would have never come up, but because all of this other stuff and they're scrutinizing everything, they're like, oh, well, here's where you made a mistake and here's where you did this. And now they Ugh, have a case against him. Bro, I bro. And then they also found out that he was paying $9,000 in Rebecca Mason's legal bills. What? Yes. From that money? Um, I think from like, um, like government, I don't know, like, but wow. that was something that was in the report. So you would think because all of this scandal is swirling around that he would immediately step down. Oh my God. But according to David Graham's article in the Atlantic, Bentley was holding strong stating, quote, I do not plan to resign. I have done nothing illegal. <laughs> all right. And then he also said, if the people want to know if I have misused state resources, the answer is simply no, I have not. So now let's get into the charges because, you know, they did find that he was, um, mm. you know, having some issue with his campaign finance. So according to CNN's Elliot McLaughlin, 
Dakin Adone and Devin Sayers, Bentley ultimately pled guilty to two misdemeanor charges dealing with campaign finance. Um, he was facing originally, though, up to four felonies. And so he takes this plea deal, um, and he was also facing impeachment. So instead of like mm. being impeached, he takes the deal, and that deal pretty much saves his ass. And in the sentencing, he didn't really serve. You know, he has a mugshot, and I think he spent like a day in jail. But he had to waive all his retirement benefits. Ooh. He had to serve 100 uh, community service hours, and he did that in the capacity as a doctor, like, you know, using his... Medical, his dermatology <laughs> skills, and he had to pay $50,000 in fines. And then the aftermath, he resigned from office, and part of the deal is that he can never run for public office Good. again. Yes, yes. And he had this to say later Uh-oh. to the people of Alabama, okay. quote, I have decided it is time for me to step down <laughs> as governor. <laughs> I've not always made the right choices. I've not always said the right things. Though I have sometimes failed, I've always tried to live up to the high expectations the people place on the person who holds this esteemed office. Ugh. So now he's like, okay, yeah. It's like I've air. decided. Yeah. No, you were about to be impeached. Yeah. And you were like, oh shit, yeah. I better get myself out of this because I don't want to go to jail as a 70 year old. That's what happened. You know what's so funny when things like this happen too is that you know that every news article was telling the public what the truth was. Yes. And then you've got this guy yes. who thinks he can spin his own yes. tale of like what was going on. And does he not, what world are you living in that you think that your idea of like what happened is actually right. going to work? It's insane. And honestly, like just cop to the affair and like be done with it. Like all the, none of this would have happened if yeah. he would have just admitted to the affair. Yeah. You know what I mean? And but he didn't yeah, do that. Yeah, deny, deny, deny. So special counsel for the House Judiciary Committee had this to say regarding Bentley. Quote, Robert Bentley, governor of Alabama, directed law enforcement to advance his personal interests over those of the state. But, and then Jack Sharman, special counsel for the House, Ju- House Judiciary Committee, told state lawmakers, in timelines characterized by increasingly desperate conduct, he subjected honest career law enforcement to tasks to protect his reputation, both political and personal. And then after his resignation, the lieutenant governor at the time, Kay Ivey, took over and she became the second female governor ever in the state. Wow. Once that happened. And then some other uh, parts of the aftermath, he lost his standing in the church. Uh, Pastor McGee of the Tuscaloosa First Baptist Church gave this statement, quote, while church discipline is a church family matter, both Governor Robert Bentley and Mrs. Rebecca Mason are no longer members of First Baptist Church, Woo! Tuscaloosa. Oh my I God. continue to pray for each of them. And the court records show that the pastor gave a sermon in front of the entire congregation of which Bentley and the Masons were in attendance. <gasps> and it was pretty obvious that the sermon was about them. What? And then he called them into very, his office this, afterwards. This very Christian-like. And basically <laughs> kicked them out of the church what? after they admitted everything. I don't think Mrs. Bentley was asked to leave, though. And Bentley was then removed as deacon, obviously, and a Sunday school teacher. So, like, he lost everything. And then some points of interest. He got to feel of that titty, um, though. Oh, he did. He got to feel that titty. <laughs> so um, my favorite point of interest is Bentley's nickname throughout the entire scandal. He was known as the Love Gov. 
Oh my Isn't that God! Gross? Wait a minute! The didn't they, didn't they say gov. that? Didn't they call Bill Clinton that too? Oh, probably. I think so. The I think love they did. Gov. And oh then God. another article. Uh, this made me laugh. And another article I read noted that he at one point tried to get someone from his security team, and maybe it was that Collier guy that he ended up firing to break up with Rebecca Mason for him. Oh no! I mean, Bruh. that's like middle school. That yeah. is a middle school move. Like, okay, like please go tell her we're, we're not dating anymore because he can't do it no yeah and then supposedly uh rebecca and her husband have remained together and what's weird is that how do you not think that through that this girl's working with you if it doesn't work out she's working there if you fire her after if you want to break up with her and then you fire her she's going to make a stink like yeah there was no thought put into this at all at all so that's it. That's the story of Alabama's Love Gov or Robert Bentley. Very good. It was a little short and sweet. But the funny. moral of the story is don't shit where you eat. No, basically. I mean. Yeah. Keep it together. You can't do that. No. You no. hired her, then you hired her. No. Oh and then you hired her husband. I mean. Oh, my God. How embarrassing. Make him a cuckold. I mean, God. <laughs> I so, love that word. <laughs> what is that? Cuckold. Oh, my God. Oh. Uh, it's it's the it's one of those times when the word really sounds like the act is yeah. like it sounds dirty <laughs> and like bad you know yeah. it sounds really awful oh my god that poor dude I mean I uh, it's embarrassing oh god, and no, then no, this no. wife of fifty years they had a beautiful family oh god you know and now she's like in her seventies she's got to divorce someone oh my in god. her twilight god years bless. That's god not bless. Right. No, 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 it's not right it's not right it's not right not right it's um, gross so yeah. that's it that's all that's all I have. That's Very all good. she wrote. Very good. I liked Hi. it. Okay, okay. well, <laughs> we're, we're going to go because uh, we have so much recording this week. Yeah. Okay. <laughs> Bye. Bye. <laughs> yeah. If you want to see any photos or take a deeper dive into our stories, please go to our website, www.themuckpodcast.com. And be sure to follow us on Instagram and Facebook at The Muck Podcast and on our Twitter at Muck Podcast. To support the Muck Podcast, please visit our Patreon page. We have three levels of support with exclusive content, Muckraker, Policy Wonk, or Bleeding Heart. We can't do this without you.